Hey gorgeous, and welcome to Unsabotage with Ginny Townsend. I'm Ginny, and I'm so glad you're here. Every week, I'll bring unique stories, strategies, and ideas to help you shatter your glass walls. You know, those pesky areas where we seem to get in our own way, so you can step into a life you adore. This is the podcast version of my weekly show originally filmed on Facebook Live. If you'd like to watch the episodes, hop on over to unsabotage.com. But if you're a podcast junkie like me, here's the place to kick up your feet and binge. All right, let's unsabotage. Hey, gorgeous. Welcome to another episode of Unsabotage with Ginny Townsend. I'm Ginny, and I'm really excited that you're here. So, if you read the tease at the top of this post or the title, if you're listening to it via podcast, I'm sure you're wondering. Jenny, what do you mean December is the new January? And I'm really glad you asked because I'm, I don't mean to add any extra work to an already busy schedule. I mean this as a very empowering and forward looking and own who you are, own your greatness, set the stage for the new year type of way, okay? And I love not having to wait to move forward. Or um, I think, you know, New Year's resolutions, most people, at least most Americans, um, have some kind of New Year's resolution every year. And I recently read that 80% of people who make New Year's resolutions drop them by February. So it's almost like a January resolution. It's not really a New Year resolution, right? Um, Then according to Forbes, actually only 8% of people actually achieve their, um, their New Year's resolution. So even if they make it past February, um, it, like less than half of the people that make it past February actually achieve it. So I, anyway, I say that to say that there's nothing really powerful about starting in January. There's nothing that makes it um, compelling. And frankly, I don't really want to model an 80% failure rate. <laughs> And I'm sure you don't either, right? You have big dreams, you have big goals, and we're in this together. So let me unpack this idea of why I believe December is the new January. And first of all, I want to shout out to the amazing woman who I was I had a great conversation with this last week, who first said that. She said that almost in passing that December is the new January. Um, and she, like I said, she almost said it in passing, but, um, but it really stuck with me and I've had a chance this last week to really unpack it and I'm excited to share what I, um, what I have found and what has really worked well for me. So I firmly believe that opportunity is all around us if we only look forward or if we are paying attention. So I know that opportunities can pass by because we're not looking for them, because our you know, we have our head down and we're working on stuff. That's so easy. Um, it's so easy to get focused on what we're doing. So I hope this is an exercise in helping you lift your head back up and take a look at what is coming up and um, really claim that this December is your new January. And I know that I normally share strategies and ideas and analogies and stories about shattering glass walls, those things that we put up in our own way, uh, unintentionally of course, that keep us from moving forward. But like I said, I think every now and then it's really important for us to pick our head back up and focus on where we're going to make sure that we understand why we're putting in the good work to discover and shatter that glass wall, okay? So 
I wanted to give you a peek into my process of how I prepare for a new season, how when I'm looking forward and looking for opportunities or looking at a specific opportunity, how I start that process to get the most out of it. And so I'm gonna give you four different steps. And if you want, you can take notes, either if you're watching this on Facebook or if you're listening to it via podcast. But I wanna let you know that I have a free worksheet for you and I'll give you all the details at the end. So if you just wanna to listen to it and think about it, go for it. Okay, so the first step in my process of claiming December is, is the new January is pursue something big. So what I mean by this is, is it big enough to really capture both your imagination, your emotion, and your logical brain? Like all of the different parts of you, is it big enough to capture that? Um, and then also, I think that if we pursue goals that are too small, it's, I mean, we, it's almost like a to-do list, right? <laughs> like if we have a goal that's just not big, it's totally attainable, it's totally doable, we wouldn't have to stretch, we wouldn't have to grow, we wouldn't have to ask anyone for help, that's a to-do list. That's like going grocery shopping. <laughs> um, so that's one reason why I think it needs to be a really big goal. Um, and then um, I, it also big goals attract the best people too. So if you are, if you have a really big goal and you're, you're convinced that you can't do it alone, well, first of all, you know you're on the right track because you have a big goal. But then second of all, the bigger the goal, the higher caliber it, it, of people it attracts. And I am experiencing this firsthand, um, and I'm astonished by it. And so, first of all, I wanted to share with you um, the, the big goal that I have. And this is more lifelong. It's not 2018 specific, but my big goal is all women living bigger lives. So, of course, that will not be accomplished in 2018. But I have very specific goals for 2018 to move that ball forward. And I... I, at some point, you know, I'll unpack the vision and um, what I think will really move the needle for women living bigger lives all around the world. Frankly, here in the States where I live, but all around the world. Um, but I, that is for another episode. Um, and then my second step in this process is keep asking why. So this is one of my favorite exercises, and I think it is so revealing. It's so powerful, and it'll either anchor a goal in your heart and in your mind, like, yes, this is what I'm going after, this is what I'm dedicating myself to, or you can recognize it for what it is. Maybe it's just not your goal. And why I say that is I had the chance to talk to a really smart coach named Matthew Pollard this last week. And what he shared with me is he said, oftentimes high caliber people um, attach goals that they have um, from, from those that they either grew up around with or people they admire. So for instance, what that could look like is um, high capacity people like you, if you're watching this, that's you, um, could in fact be holding on to a goal or a dream that was their parents. They, that's what they witnessed as they were growing up. Um, and so it's totally logical, and it might not be bad. It might be your dream. It just, knowing whether or not it is, actually questioning, hey, is this my dream, or is this someone that I really care about's dream? Or it could be maybe your roommate in college, um, like Matthew Pollard said, or it could be someone you admire. Maybe you see someone who's really convicted in their goal or their dream, and you're like, wow, I want that too. But maybe what you're wanting is more the conviction, the like, I will run into the wall for this dream. 
um, versus the actual dream itself. So the exercise of asking why is really good at helping to distill, helping to figure that out, and it's the simplest thing in the world. So what it looks like is, if you have um, a friend, a spouse, a business partner, someone trusted that you can bring into this exercise, it will it'll be, um, I think, more fruitful, but if you are doing this on your own, it still, it will move you forward, I promise. So, it's the simplest thing in the world, like I said. It's literally asking why. So, let's state your, your dream. You know, so all women living bigger lives. Why? Okay, because I believe that the positivity, that the dreams, that the heart that women carry around the world, if that's amplified, the world will be a better place, okay? So that's an example of moving, um, moving my big life's goal down the process of asking why. But what I want to ask you to do is actually ask the question five times, because that's when we really start digging in and uncovering things that are, I mean, we just may take for granted. Like I said, it could be our parents' dream. And so something that I thought would be a rather universal um, experiment is um, a, a topic that I've had great conversations with, with my most amazing favorite person in the world. Um, and that's my husband. Actually, yesterday was our anniversary. So we have been talking about buying a house. And um, we're looking in the base, more specifically, to let you in on that, but I wanted to, to paint two scenarios uh, because this is kind of a universal topic of like wanting to own a home. What if we were to ask why down a couple different paths, what outcome would we come up with, okay? And so I'm gonna condense it down to three, but um, for the sake of time, but I hope that it's really clear um, how powerful this process is, all right? So let's just say like we wanna buy a house, why? If I were to answer that by saying, I want one. Okay, why? Renting is throwing away money. Okay, why? Because we're supposed, that's what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to buy a house. And if, you, if you're answering this why exercise with a big goal or a big dream, and you find yourself answering the like, that's what we're supposed to do, everyone does it, I want you to know that might be someone else's goal. And so I challenge you to dig a little bit deeper if that's the only thing that is pushing you toward that goal. It's probably going to be an uphill climb, to be totally honest. And um, another way of looking at that is um, in episode seven, so if you go to unsabotage.com slash episode seven, I did an episode about the idea of lift, about the idea of using resistance to help us climb, just like an airplane. That's how airplanes climb. They use the resistance of headwinds. And so what I call those first headwinds when you're just taking off, I call them the how much do I really want this headwinds. So um, if you really want it, you're, you'll use it to climb. You'll use that as fuel, as momentum to climb. But if you don't want it, it might just kind of like push you back down the runway, okay? So that was the like, well, I'm supposed to answer that kind of reveals that maybe the goal or dream is someone else's. But what if we were to answer that question again of like, um, my goal is to buy a house. Our goal is to buy a house, okay? And so what if we were to ask ourselves why at that point and say, to make this area our home? Okay, why? Because this community that we're in matters to us. Okay, why? Because we found our people, and this is who we want to do life together with. 
How much more powerful is that? Of like, we found our people, and this is who we want to do life with versus we're supposed to. <laughs> how, more, how much more committed will you be to the goal that centers around the, the picture and the people that you want to do life with? Um, so I hope that, that that makes sense, and I really encourage you. And like I said, I'll have a link to a worksheet at the end, so don't worry about taking notes. Just watch. Um, but the exercise of asking yourself why up to five times is incredibly powerful in distilling whether or not the goal that you're working towards is your own or maybe someone else's, okay? All right, and the third one, the third step in this process is a very simple one, but it's to write it down. So once you've come up with your goal, once you have given it the, the why, the five whys exercise, and it has passed the test, and you feel even more anchored and connected to that goal, I encourage you to write it down and keep it in a place where you'll see it. Whether that is maybe right above your monitor, I have, um, I have my goal statements right above my monitor, so every time I look up from what I'm working on, I see it, and then I'm like, okay, right, that's why, that's why, let's get back to work, right? Let's do the work. <clears throat> but then also, I encourage you to keep writing it. There is something really magical about the, the mind to pen to paper connection um, and making those very um, concerted and intentional strokes on a page. And so I encourage, and it's really simple, right? The third step, super simple, but write it down. And actually studies have shown that you are 42% more likely to accomplish your goal if you write it down versus just keep it in your mind, okay? That's worth it, right? <laughs> and then the fourth step in the process of claiming that this December is the new January, that you are taking advantage of the opportunities that you see or the opportunities you have in front of us, and that you are pursuing the goal that matters to you in this next year, is surround yourself with people who have similar goals and dreams. I don't know if you've ever heard of the tall poppy syndrome, but it is this idea of like, um, you know, poppies all kind of grow at the similar pace, and so they're usually at the similar height. But if, in, like, in a garden that is maintained, oftentimes if a poppy grows taller than the other ones, it's plucked. It stands out, so it is taken out. And, I mean, yeah, that might make for a beautiful garden. But if, if you surround yourself, or if you put yourself in an environment where if you are standing up in what you believe in, and that is what you, like, causes you to get plucked, that's not the environment where you're going to be able to really truly grow. So I encourage you to find a community of people who have very similar dreams, who have very similar goals, and that are driven, that know their why, and that they aren't afraid to be a tall poppy, okay? So, um, and like I said, I think I've shared this with you before, but that's why I'm building the Unsabotage community, is yes, it is a place of of like learning and training and growing and moving forward, but if it's not done together, we can only go so far, right? Okay, well I promised at the beginning of this episode that I would send you the link to download this worksheet for yourself. It is, it is a very powerful exercise. It won't take you that long to do, I promise. Um, and then um, you'll have access to even more powerful tools for actually getting the goal done, making this December the beginning of your new year, claiming that it is December is the new January and moving forward to accomplish those beautiful goals. So if you go to unsabotage.com slash 
the new January, you'll be able to download this worksheet and get started. So, I challenge you this week to not settle for planning to be a part of the 80% failure rate of the normal New Year's resolution. I challenge you to look at this new season that's coming up, this new year, and approach it differently by perhaps saying that December is the new January and getting a jump start on your dreams, okay? Well, I can't wait till next week in the next episode when I get to talk with you again, but until then, have an amazing week and we'll talk. Bye, gorgeous. Thank you so much for listening to Unsabotage with Ginny Townsend. I hope you adored today's episode. Don't forget to hop on over to unsabotage.com slash try it to get a very special free gift from me to you. It's a sneak peek into one of the powerful methods we use here at Unsabotage to help women see the glass walls in their lives so they can shatter them and not run into them. Again, that's unsabotage.com slash try it. If you're looking for any links mentioned today, tap on the episode's icon to check out the show notes. I can't wait to connect again next week. Bye, gorgeous.